The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Oh, good morning, Grand Valley. Here it is, 710 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is a Friday, 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 Friday. We have made it to and hopefully through the entire week and to and hopefully through the entire month. It is our last day together in the month of September when we reconvene on Monday. It'll be the 10th month of the year, October. Yes, it uh, kind of uh, feels like it out there this morning, Howard. I didn't notice too many leaves falling, but it, it certainly had that little drizzle to it. Uh, that, that fall is, uh, it's not knocking on the door, Howard, but little, it's not going to stay long. No, no. The good news is that as October comes in, it's going to be more... Summary, actually, than the we've been having. Keep your T-shirts out. Uh, you, you and I had a, used a different terms a week or so ago. I said it was drizzling. You said it was misting. You just said, uh, now I say it's misting, which is a little little mist out there, just enough to hit the windshield wiper every couple of minutes to you know, take things off. And there it was. Uh, 55 degrees really across the board, 55 at the... Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 55 at the Highlands, 55 in Elm Grove, and 55 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We're going to see maybe some fog and maybe a little bit of drizzle or showers in the early morning. Otherwise, the day is going to be partly sunny and a high of 72, and then we keep the sunny 70-degree weather all throughout the next period, all into next week and hopefully through next week. We'll be up to... 78 or 80 by the beginning of Monday or Tuesday. <clears throat> so the forecast is looking good as we as we enter October. Hey, you all can join us on the phone line or you know, the text line whenever the mood strikes you. Frio Stack Auction Service text line 304-214-1600 or the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line 304-232-8255. Uh, this is a leftover from yesterday, Bob. Uh, Howard, I have noticed... Another thing about your show, you seem more pleasant after you eat. <laughs> My wife brought us donuts yesterday, so I had a donut, and I did feel better after that. I felt a lot better. Yeah, it's a food, food is the great uh, calmer downer most of the time. Well, especially when your uh, stomach is growling and kind of interrupting the show. Howard. Yeah, my stomach was growling for sure yesterday, so thanks to my wife for bringing the food in. And uh, so apparently... Apparently, I'm a more pleasant kind of guy uh, after I've had food. What do we got coming up today? Wheeling man facing attempted murder charges. More details now about that uh, Perkins parking lot shooting. We'll get into that. A Texas man suing multiple states, including West Virginia, over Trump and the 14th Amendment. Brad McElhinney updates us on the Mountain State Republican reaction. Team from Uniglobe, Ohio Valley Travel is coming in. Jennifer will be here to preview some of the upcoming travel events. Newspaper editor John McCabe and I look at the local news stories of the week in our Friday roundtable. A couple of stories that we spent a good bit of time on, so John and I will have a chance to reflect on some of those. Uh, Bob and I review the highlights of our show from the week gone by. I thought uh, we had a number of interesting things happen this week. It was a 
It was, it was a this was a busy week. I didn't realize how many things we had done until I looked at my notes. I enjoyed the most about Howard. It seemed like it was a really good week for the callers uh, to be involved. You know, we had a lot of things going at the spur of the moment. Boom, and there's nothing better than somebody calling in and saying, "Now nah, this is what's going on we, right here because I'm here. I'm watching. I'm looking at it." We had people call and give us little inside scoops and information and tips and tidbits and yeah, it was uh, it was a good caller driven week. But all just, it, we just had a lot of stuff going on. And we were right there on top of it. We'll talk about that in our highlights of the week. Plus, of course, Slatter on Sports, Adam Fike Weather, Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report, and Taylor Long in the Ohio Valley Newsroom. Now, I've got, uh, you got Pepsi already? What do you mean already? I got up at three this morning. <laughs> do you start your, seriously, do you start your morning with Pepsi even before you get here? Well, yes, Howard. Oh, okay. Remember when you that's said my, you, that's my coffee? Remember, remember when you weren't going to do Pepsi for a while? I, I mean, it has its hooks in me now, w- worse than ever. Just absolutely worse than ever. You really have done nothing to encourage it, but I got to tell you, I think I blame you. I have bec- I, I recognize now. I recognize the Pepsi addiction in myself. It gives you that little pick me up, <clears throat> little jolt in the morning. I try, and it tastes so good. That's the thing. That's the thing. It tastes good. It gives you whoo-hee, little fizz, little bubble in the tongue, and then little jolt. Yeah. And uh, I shouldn't feel so excited about drinking a, a carbonated, sugary drink like that, but I do. And uh, sometime over the course of the morning, I always begin trying not to, and sometime over the course of the morning, what do I say? Bob, can you, can you give me a Pepsi? I can already hear it calling you, Howard. It's, it's coming soon. I am, however, right now having a Pellegrino water and my morning coffee. Having my morning coffee, which is appropriate because today is... National Coffee Day. Wow. Maybe I could have my first cup ever. You want to try some? I'll no, I some. don't. No. Come on. I don't want any coffee. I got enough, problem. I got enough problems. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be addicted to coffee and Pepsi, right? Okay. All right. Happy National Coffee Day today. According to the National Coffee Association, Bob is in the minority. 63% of American adults drink coffee and drink it every single day. Most of us aren't having a single cup. Most Americans have two to three cups of coffee a day. I generally anymore, generally one, generally one. I don't even usually, I used to always have a cup of coffee, cup of decaf at lunch. You will have noticed I haven't had that recently. I have a couple of times, but not. I don't do that all the time anymore. Uh, and I don't have coffee every morning, but for, I think as the weather has turned a little bit, uh, felt more fall-like, I just felt like a little coffee. So I've said this before on the air. In the early days of my broadcasting, Bob, I would go through pots every morning. I mean, pots, four or five pots of coffee in the morning. And I look back on that and I I wonder, how in the world did I do that? And why didn't I give myself a heart attack? Yeah, I bet you were all hyped up. uh, All that caffeine, that quick. I certainly was. Americans drink 324 cups of coffee per person per year. The, what, this is, no, maybe it's not. Especially this country, this is weird. What country is the number one coffee-drinking country in the world. Not America. What country? Take a wild guess. I don't know. I'll go with all the people. I'll go with China. Is coffee China. big in China? <laughs> they have, I don't think it is. They're tea drinkers, ah. unfortunately. Lebanon. Lebanon, number one. Uh, but now I stop and think about it. That makes sense. They are coffee drinkers there. So that, that, does, that does make sense. Sweden is number two. Uh, in Lebanon... <clears throat> The average Lebanese drinks 1,516 cups of coffee a year. That's a bunch. That's a lot. Um, As always, a bunch of chains have deals today, most of them not around here. 
But here are some of the coffee deals you can get today. Krispy Kreme. There are Krispy Kremes in the region, not in Wheeling, but I think Weirton's got one. Does Moundsville have Krispy Kreme? I don't think so, okay. but uh, if I'm wrong, give me a call someone. Yeah, I'm at 304-232-8255, Frio Stack, auction service line. Call and tell us. Krispy Kreme, where are the Krispy Kremes around here? Uh, now, that's this is this is surprising. It's just if you can find a Krispy Kreme, just go in and say, give me free coffee. It's not on the app. It's not on, you know, buy one, get one free. It's just f- go in and get a free cup of coffee, Krispy Kreme. In fact, if you uh, a free medium coffee or iced coffee, if you prefer. Dunkin' Donuts, which we have uh, one I know we have in Moundsville, and maybe one of these days we're supposed to have one out in Woodsdale. Free medium cup with any purchase, but you have to be a Dunkin's Reward member. And there we go. They all start putting these stipulations on it. Uh, and finally, Tim Hortons <clears throat> has free coffee for rewards members, but you have to spend three. First of all, you have to be a Tim, Tim Hortons Rewards member, and secondly, you have to spend $3. So the rest of these... Pete's Coffee. I never even heard of Pete's Coffee. Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. They're doing freebies. Uh, Circle K is giving out free coffee through the app, but we don't have any Circle Ks around here. So that's it. Happy Coffee Day to those of you who are coffee drinkers. Bob, I'm sorry you're left out of the holiday. That's okay. It is uh, 718, 18 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Ask and it shall be answered off the Frio Stack auction service uh, text line. Closest Krispy Kreme, Washington, Pennsylvania. Okay, appreciate that. Uh, let me see what is this. Howard, your science opinions. Oh, never mind. It's, it's, go to the pit. This one goes to the pit. Go to the pit. Go to the pit. I, I, I'm now, it's something new here on the show. I am now consigning people to the pit when they just uh, send in the text. All right, 719, 19 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A uh, little more knowledge now, Bob, about the uh, Perkins parking lot shooting that we talked about yesterday that occurred the day before. Um, and the homeless didn't have anything to do with and it. And the homeless had nothing to do with it. So we all jumped to some conclusions sometimes, and that conclusion was absolutely irrelevant. It was, however, it was, however, a deal gone bad, apparently. No, no. No, no not a drug deal. If we are to believe... The man arrested. It was an AirPods deal gone bad. <laughs> he had he had made arrangements to meet some guy. I don't know if he had the AirPods. The other guy had the AirPods. Anyways, they made arrangements to sell AirPods. Maybe they were hot. I mean, I don't. What you know? Well, first of all, Howard, let me get this embarrassing moment out of the way. Yeah. What is that? I'm gonna show you right here. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hold on. I gotta reach in my pocket. Those are AirPods. Okay, so they go in your ear, but what do they do? You'd be able to listen to this show with if, those? If only if you, if you have uh, – you can connect to your phone. You can connect to anything with Bluetooth. They're Bluetooth connected. Now, I would – they look expensive. Is it worth shooting up the town over? Let me – well, let me say a couple of answers to that. They are expensive. They are worth it if it's important to you to be able to have really good fidelity when you listen, and it is to me. So, yeah, it's worth it. Is it worth shooting up the town over? Yeah, I'm thinking not. I'm thinking not. And I'm not 100% sure that maybe when the cops stopped this guy that uh, I don't know that it was really an AirPods deal gone bad. I'm just saying, you know. So supposedly um, Robert Paul Thompson, 18-year-old of Wheeling, uh, was traveling in a car with another person, drove in, and they, this was the AirPods deal going on, 
uh, into the parking lot at Perkins. Thompson exited the vehicle, and then the driver drove off when Thompson started firing shots at the car. Still a little unclear why shots were fired. What was the tension going on in that car over the AirPods? I don't know. I have the police report. doesn't quite exactly say. Thompson then took off running, went through the Wheeling Tunnel, uh, was arrested near the 10th Street parking garage downtown. They found the firearm, firearm on him, a 9 milliliter. He currently is facing charges of attempted murder and armed robbery. He was arraigned in Ohio County Magistrate Court. So it was A, nothing, zip, zero, zilch, net, nine, nihil, nada to do with the homeless. Homeless happened to be at that corner at Parkins, That's but nothing to do with them. No homeless connection there at all. Uh, it was an AirPods deal gone bad. Sure it was. Uh, and I still don't fully understand why this guy began shooting at his AirPod dealer, but apparently he did. Um, but he has been caught and uh, has been arrested. $100,000 bond, I think. Yeah, $100,000 bond, uh, as of last night at least, in the Northern Regional Jail. So the uh, story is somewhat like what we thought, but not exactly like what we thought. But I think I had said yesterday I thought there were four shots fired. There were five shots fired. They found five shell casings. So, And that's the story, and uh, there you go. There you go. Um, 722 on the Watchdog Morning Show. I got something else I want to get into local, but you know what I think we better do? Well, what should we do, Howard? Uh, we do a break, and then it, I, we better get to the highlights of the week, because I got some highlights I want to get to. I know you have highlights I want to get to. We've got a busy morning this morning, so uh, we shall review the, what we consider to be some of the best parts, eh, maybe some of the not-so-best parts of the week gone by. Highlights are coming up. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. When it comes to protecting the home, your roof is the first line of defense. Owens Corning Shingles are the number one brand trusted by contractors. Choose from over 50 styles and get ultimate protection with a limited lifetime warranty and up to 130 miles per hour wind warranty. Right now, all Owens Corning Shingles are 11% off. Good through October 1st, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Citywide, citywide. Hey, football fans, put Citywide on your team. Call Citywide today for great rates and coverages on auto, home, life, business, and Medicare insurance plans. Don't forget about open enrollment this year from October 15th through December 7th. Whether buying or selling your home, Citywide is your local realtor. Our new Citywide Mounds locations now open at 700 Lafayette Avenue. Call Citywide today at 304-845-8002. Let's win together Citywide and Monarch Football. Conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe. 
Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Just a while. Stay and let me look at you. It's been so long I hardly knew you. Standing in the door. Stay with me a while. I only want to talk to you. We've traveled halfway around the world to find ourselves again. September morn. Ah, yes. We danced until the night became a brand new day. Our final September morn together on the Watchdog Morning Show. With some pretty good music from Neil Diamond right there. 725, 25 after the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. We're looking at 55 degrees pretty much across the board. The airport, the Highlands, the uh, Elm Grove, and here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. You might see some fog this morning, might see a little drizzle or rain this morning, morning showers. But when that's all over and done with, partly sunny, a high of 72. Weekend is going to be sunny into the 70s all in all. It is going to be a good week. I thought this was a good week on the show. It's time for us to look at the highlights of the week. Bob, I went back and looked over my notes. And um, one thing that really struck me was, and I'm not putting it as a highlight, but it, it's my preface. We just did a lot of stuff this week. We had a lot of, of subjects, of stories, of news, local, national, uh, multiple guests. I felt like this was a really jam-packed week this week. It was. We were all over the place. Um, I always have to take a look at some of the what I call the important interviews. That's part of my highlights. You want me to start with or you want to start? Go ahead. Um, I, obviously, Bill Elenfeld in here yesterday talking about Roxby development. That is a story that everybody in town has been talking about for months and months, if not for years. What's going on with Roxby? Uh, now we have uh, 20, well, 29 federal indictments, one before 28 this week, um, against the head of Roxby development. Bill Elenfeld graciously came to join us to really give us some background on how that whole thing developed and what the charges are and what's likely to happen on that. So I thought that was one of the really, uh, really good interviews. I also want to thank Rick Healy for dropping in uh, early one morning to bring us up to speed on the public meeting about transit levy, uh, the Alberta transit levy in Moundsville. And I thought that was one of our uh, important interviews. Uh, Brad McClenney was in uh, a couple times this week. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, Jim Justice's money, the financial disclosure reports that were filed, and that was kind of a story that had a thread all throughout the week. So on the newsy side of things, those are some of the things I put as highlights of the week. And for me, Howard, uh, I wouldn't say this was a highlight. It was certainly a highlight for me to get a chance to, uh, and, I, and I, I totally blew it, but I got a chance to uh, pay tribute to a hero of mine uh, on Wednesday, and it was tough to get through. But I'm certainly get, uh, glad I got a chance to do that. And Howard, two really quick things that I that I learned about Brooks Robinson that I, that I didn't know. I was watching this interview, and this guy was going on and on talking about guys like me, and how Brooks Robinson had fans everywhere. And I could tell that Brooks was he was moving in his chair a little bit. And he looked at the guy and he said, "You know what? I don't like that word." And the guy looked and he said, "What, what, word? what word's what that, word? Mr. Robinson?" He said. I never use that word. He said, I don't like that word. He said, uh, he said they're not my fans. He said, they're my uh, friends. He uh, said, and, and I'm their friend. He said, I, I don't use that word. That's interesting. And, and the other thing was, when uh, Brooks Robinson retired, uh, a Baltimore writer wrote this the next day, and I thought it says it all. He says, in New York City, when, uh, to pay tribute to their sports stars, they named candy bars after them. In Baltimore, people named their babies after Brooks Robinson. 
And they're yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yep. So again, it was uh, it was tough for me to get through, but it was certainly a highlight for me, Howard. Well, if you are going to put yourself as highlights, I'm putting myself as highlights. I haven't done this for a while, but I went off. I had two trademarked rants this week. I went off on a couple of rants this week, which I haven't done for a while. Uh, I ranted about the gaming business that's being proposed for the old Spick and Span Cleaners property in Wheeling on National Road in Woodsdale. I think the process has been screwed up. Uh, they say nobody objected. I don't think they ever ask anybody. I think it's too close to stores. It's too close to other LVL partners, uh, parlors. It's too close to schools, too close to churches. And I'm not happy about it. And I ranted about that at some great length this week. So I'm putting that as one of my rants. And I don't like going through the doors of the Capitol Theater and having to put my hands over my head like I'm some kind of a criminal and have them wand me. And then say, I told you to take things out of your pockets. Well, sound like you better get used to it, Howard. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later on this morning. Uh, so uh, I'm, uh, my, uh, my second item here, I, I, I put myself in the highlights this week, my rants. The rants about the LVL in Woodsdale and my rants about the security at the Capitol Theater. Just because I haven't gotten in the rant mood lately, but I was pretty critical this week. And that was a highlight, certainly, Howard. Uh, but, but I think you hit it on the head uh, when you started, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Bob Nays. When, when Bob Nay talks about something, you better pay attention because he knows exactly what he's, uh, what he's talking about. But I, I really thought the highlight of the week was uh, Prosecutor uh, Bill Ehenfeld uh, coming on. And, uh, you know, I had things where I, I thought they were going to go another way. He said, no, 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 this is what we have. And we looked at it really, really close. And this is what we have. Yeah. Uh, and Bill has always been amenable to coming on the show and being really pretty – you know, I always get, when Bill Yellowfeld was in the Senate, I had no problem asking him every week to come on, and I had no problem digging in deep on subjects. But I'm a little, I, I am one who tries to protect the judicial process, so I, I don't treat Prosecutor Elenfeld quite the way I treated Senator Elenfeld. As an example, I no longer try to directly contact him to schedule him to be on the radio show. I now go through his people, uh, which I used to just call Bill and have him come on. Uh, and I, I'm very... Can I say judicious? I'm very judicious about not pushing the envelope too far because it's in the legal system. Now, the corollary to that is Bill Elenfeld is always, he will always tell us every single thing he can. You know, I mean, there's things that go to, you know, where you go, oh, no, I can't tell you that. The investigation's underway or whatever. But I, I always appreciate his openness and honesty with us when he's here. So uh, back to my previous one and back to yours there. You have anything else? I've got the I've got the prize winner for sure. Uh oh, go ahead. Prize winner is you, pal. Uh oh. This week, Bob wins the prize of the highlights. Now, number one, and you've already touched on it, so let's talk about it. Showing your human side. Showing your human side. And you know what? That's not easy to do on the radio. Again, I I learned a long time. I, I'm a, I'm I'm an emotional person. A lot of times, screaming at somebody, but I also have a tender side too, and I don't try to fight it. Again, and. Uh, if you think that's a sign of weakness, uh, at 61, I still got some bad. Nah, it's really not. Uh, but I just I shared it with you how I felt. And and I and and I think that is tremendous. You showed your human side. Yeah, you 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 you, and you did two things actually in that uh, slider on Sportscast when you talked about Brooks Robinson. You showed your human side because you broke down. 
And you also showed your professional side because I talked to you about it, and I said, look, if, if you don't want to do that story because of bo- – no. Your professional side said, this is a big story. I have to put it in my sports cast. Yeah, I mean, I knew on Tuesday night that I wasn't going to be able to do that. But, again, he, it, it was such a sports story, and it was such an important story to me that, that I had to at least try. And, but that's not, just, that's not the only reason I'm putting I did this. something else? That's not the only reason you win the prize this week, my friend. Yes, you showed us your human side with the Brooks Robinson story. But even better yet, you gave me my Halloween costume. Ah, yes, a great <laughs> idea. And you know what, Howard? I, even got a, I think I got a little bit better idea for that. Oh, boy. All right. Yesterday we decided, yesterday Bob suggested I could go as Governor Jim Justice. You can sit there, give I, out candy. I don't move around any better than Justice does. I sit there, hand out candy, and when I hand out candy, I can say, well, here, have some goodness, little boys, little girls. I give you candy, yes. <laughs> it's a winner. And, Howard, how about... I will dedicate my evening. I will stand beside you. I will dress like Bray Carey, and I will say, you got my money? You got my money? <laughs> I like that. Uh, Bray Carey, he who used to be a media mogul, and now I don't know what he does now. Works he lays a shot. I guess he lends money out, Howard. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> he gave between one and five million to Governor Justice for his campaign, and his foundation, the Kerry Foundation, gave between one and five. Steve Adams did a little look into his foundation. Our friend, reporter for the Ogden newspaper chain. I don't think he did a story about this, but he did it on his Twitter account, his X account. Um, the Kerry Foundation, according to Stephen, is primarily a place it looks like where Bray Carey parks money to be given to charities. And there was a list of like 25, 30 charities that came out of the Carey Foundation. So it looks like that may be a place where they put money. I don't say wash money. That's a bad phrase. I don't mean in a bad way. But they, they put money into the foundation. The foundation then gives to different. Yeah, he does good work. I'll stand here and I'll say, your town, your state, you got my money? <laughs> Like that. 7.35, 25 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So there you go, my friends, the uh, highlights of the week this week. I get, I give myself credit. I give Bob we credit. We patted each other on the back, Howard. I give um, our guests credit, and Bob began by most of all giving you, the listener, credit, because we did get a lot of your calls and your texts coming in this week, and we always appreciate that. Even when I send you to the pit, I appreciate it. Uh, in fact, I got a response to my comment earlier. I sent a guy to the pit this morning. Pit man here. <laughs> You're scared of the truth, uh, blinded by propaganda. I, he says my opinion of COVID is wrong. What is my op- opinion on COVID? I think COVID is real. I think COVID killed thousands and thousands of people. I think that COVID, uh, we have gotten control of COVID now primarily because of the vaccine. I'm not sure what my COVID... Well, you you let it be known, and I chimed in with you. Get your vaccination. Yes. This isn't over with yet. It's not done. It's not done yet. We had two Ohio County residents died the past week. Again, this is not a trend. I want to say that. It's just a st- statistic I found interesting. Two elderly Ohio County residents died of COVID in the past week. So um, I'm not sure what, the, what my opinion on COVID is. Howard, your opinion on COVID is like denying penicillin to pneumonia patients. I don't, I don't, I, back to the pit.
get back in the pit. Get back in the pit. 736, 24 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. She's not in the pit. She's in the WTRF TV 7 newsroom. She's Taylor Long, and she has Ohio Valley headlines. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this September the 29th. Bishop Jeffrey Monforton is leaving the Catholic Diocese of Steubenville immediately to become an auxiliary bishop in the Archdiocese of Detroit. Stepping in to become the leader of the Steubenville Diocese is Bishop Emeritus Paul Bradley, whose title will be Apostolic Administrator. There was a brief news conference held yesterday, and all those details can be found at WTRF.com. And an 18-year-old Wheeling man is behind bars this morning after he was charged with attempted murder and armed robbery. The incident occurred just before 5.30 p.m. on Wednesday in the Perkins parking lot. Police say Robert Paul Thompson got out of the car and fired shots at the car as it was driving away. Thompson then ran through the Wheeling Tunnel and was arrested near the 10th Street parking garage. Police say they found a gun on Thompson. He was arraigned yesterday by an Ohio County magistrate who set bond at $100,000. He is currently in the Northern Regional Jail. Over to Ohio now. We just checked and authorities are still investigating this morning after a car drove into a house in Martins Ferry. They say it happened at the intersection of Glens Run and Florence Street. The Ohio State Highway Patrol was on scene as well as other agencies. We haven't heard a report on any injuries yet, but we'll be sure to update you as soon as we learn more. So stay with 7 News for updates. And at least 31 infants were illegally abandoned in dangerous locations in the U.S. in 2021 alone, and 22 of them died. In order to combat this statistic in our area, Sierra Beaver, owner of the Marikai Hair Salon, is working to bring two safe haven baby boxes to downtown Wheeling. One will be at the new fire department headquarters, and one will be at Wheeling Island Station at 11th North Wabash Street. They're hoping to fundraise $20,000 to get the boxes up and running. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. 
When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Primanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Hi, I'm Derek Garmin head coach of the Wheeling Nailers. What is Nailers hockey? It's hard-hitting action that's affordable for everyone. It's giveaways and brand new food and beverage options. It's thinking outside the box on both penalties and promotions. And it turns game time into the best time. That's Nailers hockey. Experience it for yourself. Get your tickets now at wheelingnailers.com or call 304-234-GOAL. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. The autumn winds blow chilly and cold. September, I'll remember. A loved one's new has now grown. We will remember September as we uh, have our final September edition of the Watchdog Morning Show here this morning at 7.42, 18 to the hour. When we next reconvene on Monday, it will be a brand new month. It'll be the 10th month of the year. It'll be October, and October just sounds even drearier than September. But apparently, Adam Fike, it's not actually going to be. It was a pretty gloomy, dreary day yesterday, and starting off a little dr- gloomy and dreary this morning, Adam, but... Things are going to get better, right? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, we saw some hints of sunshine yesterday, saw those showers return. But overall, I mean, yeah, once again, gloomy to start the morning. But we should see sunshine come at least dinner time. So while most of us are at work, it's going to be a little bit gloomy. But by football time this evening, it should be beautiful weather, actually. Uh, I'm guessing, yeah, probably uh, pleasant temperatures, blue skies, right, or dar- darkening skies if it gets to be past sunset. But should be, yeah, it should be a good, good, uh, good football night for sure. Yeah, I mean, skies slowly clear off throughout the day. So by, I would call it that the five to six p.m. time frame should be mainly clear. A few passing clouds. Temperatures at kickoff in the 70s. We we maxed out just about 73. So I would say that 72 to 74 range across the area. Yeah, that's um, good, pretty good. Let's say 4 or 5 p.m. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, we can live with that. And um, now tomorrow is, is still the final day of September, um, but it's gonna. the weather begins to turn to a really nice, a whole nice week or so beginning tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Like, like this evening, just a few passing clouds tomorrow, mid-70s, Sunday, clear skies, upper 70s. It's basically going to be the same thing there on out. There's plenty of sunshine, though. We will likely hit the 80s, unfortunately, come Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Well, you say unfortunately, but I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I don't want to hit 90, and I don't want 80s to stay around forever. I mean, I've come to the realization that fall is here, but 80 is not terrible. I saw a statistic that I don't want to jinx it, but normally in this area, so I say this area, this is Columbus through Zanesville up through Pittsburgh, we normally see two or three days where we're in the 80s in October. Normally, most years, some years see a, a couple extra days, some years see none. Mm-hmm. So that means, what if we just get those 80s, those 
I would say, very warm to hot temperatures out of the way now and then see cooler for the rest of October. You know, feel, I probably be about feel more like October, I guess. And uh, as we talked about yesterday, starting to get ready to get Halloween decorations out and looking a little beyond that into the Thanksgiving season. So we are we are clearly beginning to travel into fall. But not a whole lot to say about the forecast, except it's really pretty good over the next uh, next next week. Basically, I don't know what happens after that, but for about the next seven to eight days, we've got we've got really good weather. I mean. Even looking past the next couple of days, I mean, it's more likely that we're going to cool back down to October, stay dry. So it's really, for I would say the first two weeks of October and these last few days of September are going to be increasing sunshine, warming, then cooling. So once we get past this weekend, next week, following week, it should be sunny and at least average in the upper 60s and low 70s. You sticking around this weekend or you traveling out of town or uh, what are you going to do to enjoy the good weather? Well, my fiance already told me that we're not going out of town this weekend because we do that too much. <laughs> do you notice? She wants to spend time with just me and not my family. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. But Bob, have you noticed how easily those words now roll off his tongue? My fiance told me. It's almost like my <laughs> wife told me. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, geez, you 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 got it down, pal. I'm, you know, you're you are you're you're, you know, and like an engagement is kind of like a trial run, and you kind of learn the rules, and you have learned the rules. Yes, honey. Okay, honey. Tell me what to do, honey. That's that's the way we live our lives after a period of time. That's that's exactly what I do. I just say yes, honey. What, honey? I'll do it, honey. That's the answer. So I, I love okay, that. Howard, here's the issue. I I've known the rules. It's just how well do I actually follow them? Is the real question. <laughs> once we actually get married. Well, I got to tell you, when is the, when is the wedding? I know I've asked it a couple of times. I keep forgetting. August. Next August. You know. There you go, Bob. You better learn how to live with those rules by next August. That's all I'm going to say. It's just learn to live with them by next August. No, nah, your fiance, I'm sure, is a delightful girl. Maybe we'll meet her one of these days. You, Bob, and I want to take you out to lunch someday. Maybe you can bring your fiance with you, and we'll all get together, and you know, we'll we'll tell her about you. <laughs> Howard, I told you that months ago. I didn't tell Bob, but Bob, I told Howard, what was that, three months ago? They're like, hey, Howard, I'm going to take you and Bob out for lunch, and it's been three months, and it still hasn't happened. Well, we, we'll do it. <laughs> we need to do that for a variety of reasons. We'd love to get together with you, and more importantly, Bob and I like to go to lunch. So it's a, it's a, it's a win-win for everyone. All right, Adam, have a great weekend, whatever you do. Uh, you and uh, just, just – just enjoy yourself. The two of you enjoy yourselves together. That'd be great. And uh, we'll meet again in October on Monday. Talk to you then. Thank you. 747, 13 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Adam Fike is with us. He really has gotten the. He's gotten it down. He knows. My he knows. boy has come, you know, a long, long way since that first week when he had to, you know, replace Aaron. Aaron was a popular guy, and uh, Adam is tearing it up. Way he, to go, Adam. He is, absolutely. 13th of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, a guy from Texas has filed a lawsuit uh, in West Virginia and a number of other states having to do with this 14th Amendment. Now, I have had several guests on here, and we've talked about this 14th Amendment. It is certainly up in the air. There are some who say the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. Actually, there is no disagreement. The 14th Amendment to the Constitution says anybody involved in insurrection against the United States cannot serve in public office. The argument is, was Trump actually involved in insurrection? And if that is determined to be the case, and that's done at a state level, then he would not be eligible to be on the ballot. Forget primaries. 
he would be automatically disqualified constitutionally. Now, it's a very questionable argument that's being made, but it's being made all across the country. This guy from Texas, a little bit of a loon, but uh, he made this, he's brought this suit in West Virginia and other states. Uh, Brad McElhenney and I will talk about the suit, the 14th Amendment, and man, oh man, the entire Republican Party in West Virginia, uh, Mac Warner, Elgin McArdle, chair of the Republican Party, I mean, Jim Justice, everybody went berserk over this guy's claim. Uh, And we'll talk about that with Brad coming up in the next hour of the show. Plus, we'll have Jennifer coming in from Uniglobal High Valley Travel. But straight ahead, Mr. Slider will offer some sports info for us. That's coming up next. for over 25 years. I've practiced at Wheeling Hospital and WVU Wheeling Hospital. I grew up here. I am dedicated and feel a commitment to the Ohio Valley, and I believe that's our continued mission. We've been challenged over the past three years with the pandemic, but we've emerged stronger. The people that work here are here mostly because they want to be here. Keep up with the ever-changing world of sports all night long. Sports Map Radio is on the Watchdog. FM 98.1, AM 1600. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home. Developing new and exclusive services. Recruiting top surgeons. Featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Love this song. I do. I love this song. I think it's a great song. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, it just—it is—it's the quintessential September song, in my opinion. I love that. Seven fifty-two, eight before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, is Donnie getting massage therapy? Uh, 
I see we have the elite massage therapy brochures in here. Well, I was pretty busy yesterday. I did not get to listen to the whole three-hour Donnie Gilbert extravaganza from noon to three on the Watchdog Network. So I don't know how. Got a, we got a bunch of elite massage therapy flyers, the skin care, hydrafacial, $100, anti-aging facial. Did they leave a number there? Yeah, got a check on that. Yeah, they did. And got uh, this old price list of all kinds of things. Body service, contouring. Add-on services, monthly membership. Wow. This is not Donnie. Maybe it's the girls. Maybe it's uh, winging it. Maybe, okay, yeah, it doesn't Sonia sound like Donnie. That, yeah, that doesn't sound like Donnie. I, I, the thought of Donnie getting a massage just almost makes me ill. Just makes me Any chicken bones or anything like that in there? That'd, that'd be more Donnie. <laughs> it's uh, 7 before the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's time for Slider on Sports. Last night, Thursday night football from Lambeau Field in Green Bay. It was the Detroit Lions over the Packers 34-20. to Running back David Montgomery led the way for the Lions, rushing for 121 yards and three touchdowns. Detroit led 27-3 at halftime. And the booing Packer fans let everyone know just how unhappy they were. Green Bay scored 17 points in the second half and finished with a total of 230 yards. But the game was never in doubt. The Lions improved to 3-1, and one, and the Packers are now 2-2. Two and two. Last night in Philadelphia, the Pirates beat the Phillies 3-2. Philadelphia slugger Bryce Harper was ejected in the third inning by umpire Angel Hernandez after arguing a third straight call. Harper threw his batting helmet into the stands, making 10-year-old Philly fan Hayden Dorfman very, very happy. He was sitting there in his Bryce Harper jersey <laughs> because Bryce Harper is his favorite player when the batting helmet came flying to he him. He got the helmet? He did. Harper later autographed the helmet for Dorfman. That's cool. Who says he will display the priceless memorabilia in his bedroom, Howard. And that's true until he gets a little bit older and he realizes Gonna sell it. it isn't really priceless. <laughs> there is a price that could be attached to it, and he may want to get it. Uh, let me remind you, it is a football Friday. Gumby's in Elm Grove, the Pine Room Podcast. Those guys will be there live from noon to 3. We have giveaways. We have discounts. If you're too busy to stop in, please blow your horn when you go by. Uh-uh. Let us know how you feel about Pine football room. Friday from 3 to th- Three to five, it is the Matt Jones pre-owned walkthrough, pre-owned auto walkthrough yeah. from three to five. Let me make, make sure you know what the pre-owned is. It's an auto. <laughs> pre-owned so, uh, auto. Yes, yes. yes. Exactly. Scott Noldy, uh, Brett Clough, Jerry Ames, Mark Heinemann, all those guys will be in the studio, and we're not done there. We have uh, football tonight, Steubenville at Lindsley. That game is at Wheeling – or no. Let me start again. Steubenville at Lindsley. That game is at West Liberty University. It's an OVAC game. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff. We'll get on the air right around uh, (laughs) 6.30. Making notes for next week's highlights. (laughs) 6.30. And then tomorrow morning we get things started with the ONN Sports Magazine. That's from 6 to 6.30. Metro Scoreboard at 6.30. The West Virginia Outdoor Show with Chris Lawrence. That's from 7 to 8. That's a great show. It is a great show. And then an even better show. Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob. Brian Beresford out in Columbus. Bob Slider, yours truly here in downtown Wheeling. And then uh, Dr. Angelo Georges, he's the host of the Saturday Morning Sports Huddle, brought to you by Paul Harris. So plenty of plenty of stuff, and we're not done there. I don't think we're done. No, we're we're just getting started because we have plenty of football on Saturday also. Because I haven't heard our regular teams yet. You didn't mention those. Because they they both play on Saturday morning, Howard. 
Merritt, D.C., they're coming all the way to Wheeling. They're taking on Central. That's 11 o'clock kickoff. 11 o'clock kickoff. You can hear that on the Watchdog Network on WKKX. And then John Marshall, they travel to Warren Local. That's a noon kickoff. And you can catch that game on WVLY, 1370 AM, 97.7 on the FM dial. And then late in the afternoon, we have Mountaineer football. We have the pregame show. Uh, I believe that gets underway. Help me here, Howard. Five o'clock. Five o'clock, and then kickoff at eight o'clock. The Mountaineers travel to Texas to take on TCU. Slider on Sports Time, seven fifty-seven. That is, that is, <laughs> that is an amazing sports weekend. Lots of sports. I huh? mean, it, it, and I was just thinking, it is an amazing number of people, local people, that we put together for all of our sports coverage. You have, let's say, of course, we have the Pine Room guys, three, four, depending on how many are there every every week. Then you've got uh, who do who do we have for the walkthrough? Jerry Nolte, Scott Nolte, uh, Brett, Brett Clough, yes, Mark Heinerman, Jerry, all those guys. So now now we're up to about eight or nine. Let's throw in Seth at the beginning of the week. That's that is ten. You and uh, well, Jerry's going to be doing the play by play. I assume 11, I shouldn't. Well, you know, we got the game Friday night. Jerry's doing the uh, the Studentville Lindsley game we're from West 12. Liberty. And he'll be having somebody with him. I think it's Stormy Ryan Storm, but so not positive. That's one, and uh, and then we have. Uh, Ross and the team doing John Marshall. Coach Traveri and Coach Heinerman will be with Ross. That's at noon because they travel all the way down to Warren Local. I heard that school's down by Belpre, Howard. There was some confusion on exactly where uh, exactly Warren Local is located, but I think we have it pinpointed somewhere down uh, past Parkersburg that way. So I, I ran out of fingers. I just that's, What are you up to there? But, but I, I think that's 15, 15 local Ohio Valley people Devoted to sports coverage here on the Watchdog Radio. What a Network. team! Now I, I, you know, I defy anybody. I defy anybody, Bob. I don't just defy people here in the Ohio Valley. I defy to find many stations around the country that have fifteen local people covering sports in a variety of different ways all throughout the week. Commentary, previews, live broadcasts, games. Who does that? It just shows you how important local sports uh, is to uh, all of us here at the Watchdog Network. And we, we we have a commitment to that. As Bob and I have jokingly said since the beginning of this season, this is our busy season. This weekend certainly proves it. But I got thinking as you were running out down, all of the people, how many people we have here working on sports coverage. Uh, it, is, uh, it is a staggering number of people, and we do it for you. It's almost 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up next hour, um, we'll talk with uh, Brad McElhenney about this lawsuit on the 14th Amendment in West Virginia. Uh, Jennifer's in from Uniglobal High Valley Travel. And in the final hour of the show, as always on a Friday, newspaper editor John McCabe and I will kick around the Ohio Valley news stories of the week on our Friday Roundtable. It's all coming up. Join us on the Frio Stack auction service lines if you'd like to. 214-1600 text line to uh, 304-232-8255 is the phone line. It's 8 o'clock. ABC covers the world. AM 16.